greet all of you today in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's more out there than they are here, but we're certainly glad for those that are here. Appreciate your brothers coming helping us with the music and internet and cameras and all that. Thank you all for being willing to come and help us. Uh, <clears throat> I guess we will do service this way Wednesday and Sunday morning until this dilemma passes us. We're so grateful that the Lord is with us during this time. I just want to encourage you just to spend some time with the Lord, time with your families, maybe a renewal or a revival. Next time we get to come back to church, maybe we'll about tire this place now. So I think it'll make all of us appreciate church and just normal everyday life a lot better. I want to say before Brother Darrell comes, I want to uh, apologize to you for the little episode that happened here Saturday night. Um, <clears throat> all of a sudden, I just started feeling like a jolt of electricity between my shoulder blades, hit me in the back, and run down both of my arms, and then hit me again in a couple of seconds. And um, I'm sorry that it happened in front of y'all. I'm sure it was traumatizing to you. But they did uh, EKG, did stress test, did heart cath on Monday, went back to my primary doctor on Wednesday. And he said, I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you what it ain't. And it ain't your heart. So I was glad to hear that. Uh, so got a little soreness in the back. So I know y'all don't have anything to pray over. So remember me when you do pray. But I'm doing, I'm doing much better. And I just wanted to come and be here today with the brothers. So y'all could be able to see my smiling face and hear my amens. I've heard several people say that we should have already made that amen take for these uh, services. So we've only got a handful of brothers, and what we're going to do, the musicians, we're all going to move right down here in front in front of Brother Darrell so that he can have a few amens. So those of you that's out there, we trust that you'll enjoy the service today. The Lord will help us during this time, church. He'll be a strength to us, and we know that he will. Just confide in him. We know there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of things that's going on, but we just know that our God has it all in control. Just pray for one another, love one another, and uh, just keep us up on your situation. We're just Anybody that's sick and so on, let us know. Right now I can't go to the hospital because they won't let me visit anybody. But please, if you have needs and things that are going on, just let us, let us be aware of it. Sing something for us here and we'll have Brother Darrell to come. So appreciate Brother Darrell coming today. You just uh, open your heart there where you are to the word of the Lord. And, and uh, God knows your need, and we believe he's mindful of us. We believe he'll minister to us. These circumstances are different. None of us have ever dealt with anything like this before. But we know that the Lord is mindful, and we believe that he is just as concerned about our needs right now as he was before these things transpired. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, we press on. In Jesus' name, we press on. Dear Lord.
more time. Amen, amen. to have that desire in our heart this morning that no matter what we face no matter the difficulty the the mountains the valleys the dry places the hard places the tight places we press on because we're God's people we have that desire within us that drive that he placed within us that we shall be overcomers in this hour amen I want to read to you two places in the scriptures this morning if you have your Bibles and turn with me we want to read from Psalms chapter 27 verse 5 and also Psalms 91 uh, starting at verse 1, but we'll read Psalms 27, verse 5 first. Amen. What a wonderful privilege it is to be able to gather in His name this morning. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Psalms 27, 5. The Bible says this. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And now Psalms 91, starting at verse 1. Psalms 91, 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him Will I trust? Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. May the Lord add the blessings to the reading of his word. Let's bow our heads. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this morning on covered with his feathers. Heavenly Father, Lord, there's just something about reading your word. How it just touches our hearts, Lord. Because, Lord, your word is not a fairy tale. It's not something, Lord, that was dreamed up in some man's mind. But, Lord, it is the truth of all truths. That heavens and earth will pass away, yet your word shall never fail. So, Lord, we take great strength and great comfort in your word this morning, Lord. In a time when the world is shaking, and Lord, and the people are fearing. But we are so grateful we can read words of life and words of comfort, Lord, knowing that you said you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. Lord, you never promised that every day would be a blue sky. You never said, dear God, that it would always be sunny. You never promised that, Lord, but you said no matter what we face in life, that you would be there with us, Lord. So, Father, we ask this morning that you would bless those, Lord, that are streaming in, God, those that hear this word, may you touch them in a special way. Those that are sick and afflicted this morning, may your spirit move up on them, Lord, wherever they're at right now. Dear God, may you just touch them, Lord, we pray. And Lord, we ask that you would come and bless us in a special way this morning, Lord. You just, we could get ourselves out of the way, Lord, and see only you, Father. Bless each one that come out today to be a part of this service. Bless each one streaming. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. We greet you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. 
And it's in that name that we press on. And I want to send greetings and a God bless you from the pulpit of Happy Valley this morning to all that are watching at home. And those that are streaming out across the country and to those outside the U.S., we send greetings and a God bless you as well. Amen. You know, it's different this morning to look out over the church and see all these empty pews. And it's amazing that a virus that started in one person on the other side of the world could start an epidemic that would have a global impact. Just think of that this morning, that one person started it. But I'm so happy that I know this morning that there's one person who can stop it. And his name is Jesus. So it's with this caution that we will face this coronavirus. We will follow the guidelines that our government recommends. We will do all we know to do to protect ourselves, to protect our loved ones and our families. So it's with caution that we face this coronavirus, but it is not with fear. Amen. For the Bible said, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, Amen. but he's given us of a power and of a love and of a sound mind. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad this morning that a long time ago, I lost my mind and got his mind. My mind is confused, amen. My mind is weak, but his mind, hallelujah. His mind is solely based upon his word this morning. And so the world has gone crazy with fear. The world today is under a spirit of fear. It's as though the fear of the virus is actually worse than the virus itself. Fear has emptied the grocery shelves. Fear has tanked our economy. Fear has left our streets desolate. Amen. But did not the Bible say that in the last days men's hearts would fail them for fear? But the fear that the Bible's talking about is a dread. It's a terror. That which would strike terror. Men's hearts would fail over that which would strike terror. And the prophet said the greatest thing I find against the church tonight is fear. Everybody's scared to death about something. What are you scared about? If a man's born again, he should be happy and carefree. Like these fellows singing up here and the brothers testifying back there. Just free. Amen. If we're born again, the blood of the Lamb of God has made us free. We are not bonds. We are not slave servants to fear this morning. Or to, or to some kind of a virus. The blood of the Lamb of God has made us free. But they said, nothing can harm you. Amen. Glory. Nothing present, nothing in the future, nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. God has promised. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And not one of God's promises will fail. God will not make us a promise that he cannot keep. So he said, what are you scared about? What's so scared? You're afraid, it seems, that you just can't step out there and toe the line with the enemy or call anything that the devil says is a lie. Let God's word be true, amen. Yeah. You were chosen of God. You didn't choose yourself. God chose you. When did he choose you? Before the foundation of the world when the lamb was slain. The Bible says that. And those who have that life, those who have that life were in him before the foundation of the world. They were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. That great royal seed. Amen. We were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. And he is the word. Then what does that make us this morning? It makes us the word. The word for your day manifested on the earth in this hour. You are in the word and the word is in you. The prophet said that spiritual union of Christ in his church when the flesh is becoming word and the word is becoming flesh manifested, vindicated just what the Bible said would happen in this day. It's happening day by day. These things that's coming upon the world. It's not something new to us. We've known it's been coming for years. Amen. And if that part of the word is right, then this part of the word is right also. That at that time, there will be a manifestation and a vindication, amen. Oh God, of God's word in this hour. 
Brother said it's accumulating so fast out there on these deserts and things taking place. You can't even keep up with it. We're near the coming of Jesus to be united with his church where the word becomes the word. Call to the Holy Spirit, searching out the hearts. The word is in us and we are in the word. You know, I saw a video the other day of a car. A guy wrecked and struck a telephone pole and the car burst into flames. And the people were trying to get the man out. It was a horrible scene. And the car was burnt. Even the tires was burnt off the ribs. The car was consumed by the fire. But when they finally got the car out, on the dashboard of the car was a Bible. And they reached in and pulled out the Bible. It wasn't even burnt. Oh, God. The car was consumed. Even the tires were burnt off of it. But the Bible was not even burnt. Amen. They opened it up. You could see the scriptures. You could see where they had marked in their Bible. And I thought of the scripture. The Bible says in Isaiah, When thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt. Neither shall the flames be kindled against thee. Why? Because God's word will never be defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walk in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth the noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh to thee. There shall be no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. And my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Yeah. Amen. Will you wash your hands? Yes. Will you use hands in it? Yes. But in God will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Amen. Amen. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. Oh, think of it in the days of Noah. The Bible said by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. He moved with fear and prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness by faith. Noah was a farmer. But when he met God one day, he changed his occupation to a boat builder. And God told Noah, I will destroy man whom I've created from off the face of the earth. The message was from God. It was so simple. It's going to rain. 40 days and 40 nights. And Noah was fully persuaded that the message was right. The Bible said Noah moved with fear by a warning from God. But notice the fear that the Bible talks about there is not I'm panicking, I'm panicking, I'm scared to death. No. It's a different word. It's a different word. Noah moved by fear. Not scared to death that I'm going to die. Not scared to stick my head out. No, that's not the fear he had. But that word fear there, it means he moved, he acted with caution, unwilling to take a risk, believing that what God said was true. Though the rain not yet seen, but Noah believed it anyhow. And he moved with caution. Not haphazardly, not just doing something stupid. <laughs> Not these people I tell you right now, bless God, ain't nobody going to stop me from doing something. Not moving with stupidity, but he moved with caution. He moved with reverence, unwilling to take a risk. I know God will protect us. God will watch over us, but he don't expect us to climb up on the Golden Gate Bridge and jump off either. Not, don't, we shall not tempt the Lord thy God. We got to keep a balance of the thing. Do we trust God? Absolutely. Are we under his wings? Absolutely. But we should approach with caution and reverence. Amen. Noah looked to God, believing that God would keep him and his family safe in the time of trouble. 
the message from God to Noah was so urgent, it was so clear, it was so perseverance that his generation would be the one that would see the wrath of God. And Noah made preparation for the saving of his household. He moved with fear. He moved with caution, with reverence, unwilling to take a risk. Amen. Amen. He knew the rain was coming. He knew the rain was coming. He moved with reverence. With this virus. With this virus we're facing in the nation and around the world today. He is our protection. Absolutely. But we should still use caution. And not be stupid. Amen. But to have a sound mind. Amen. With no physical evidence, but just the word from the Lord. In his days of trouble, Noah, in those days of trouble, he trusted God that he would hide him in the ark of his safety. Look at Egypt. When the death angel was passed, the, all of Egypt was under the wings of death. But, not, but none of God's children were. When the plagues of Egypt began to fall, they were protected, amen. Where there were flies everywhere, there wasn't a fly around them. When the lice filled the beds and all the clothing, it didn't fill theirs. When the frogs was in the cupboard, there was none in their cupboard, amen. Why? Egypt was under the wings of death. Oh, but Israel, hallelujah, was under the wings of Jehovah. Covered by his feathers. Oh, hallelujah. He provided for them a protection. Take the blood of the lamb, strike it over the doorpost. Come under the protection of the blood. Amen. In the times of trouble, he will hide us under his wings. He covers us with his feathers. That just feels comfortable to me. Not steel, not rebar. Feathers. He covers us with his feathers. Under his wings. Just, oh my, that's just words of comfort to me. I just love to read that. Under his wings. Just comforting words to be under his wings. You see, under his wings is under his protection. Under his wings is under his guidance. Under his wings is under his love. Under his wings to be under his wings. It means you're close to him. To be under his wings. Is to be so close. You can hear his heartbeat. You can hear him when he breathes. I want to sit at your feet. Lay my head against your chest. Feel you breathe. Living God. Not a God of imagination. Not some statue that we try to pray some curse off of us. Nonsense. But a living God. Who's watching over his people. Who has called us under the protection of his wings. Did not he tell Israel when they backslid on God. When Jesus stood up on the Mount of Olives. I believe it was. He sat down up on the mountain. He said would not I have gathered you. As a hen gathered her brood under her wings. But you would not. I would have done it. I would have protected you. I would have took care of you. But you wouldn't let me. Oh don't resist him this morning. Let's just draw up under his wings. Amen. 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 I've told it here, I know many a time, but it just come on my heart. As I was speaking of it, I just, it just when Jessica was real little, about six, six year old, about three years after her accident, since the accident, she's always stayed close to, to me and Cheryl. If you'll see her, she's always standing around us. So we was, we was going out of the church and down towards the lower parking lot and we was walking and Anybody's been here at Happy Valley, if you've not been here, we got an upper parking lot and a lower parking lot. And you come through the upper and come around the curve into the lower. So he's walking down to our car. And I looked up and I saw the headlights of a car coming. And I said, Kai, a little nickname I gave her when she's just a baby. I said, Kai, there's a car coming. What she did, she took her finger and she stuck it right there in my pocket. And she drawed up real close to me. Why did she do that? Because I was her father. I was her protection. She knew I would keep her from the headlights. And as soon as she made that move to come close to me, 
I covered her under my wings. Oh, this morning, if you're nervous, if you're confused, don't listen to all that. Just hear his voice. He will cover us with his feathers. Under his wings, we shall trust. We shall find refuge from the storm. Under his wings. Burbank talked about out there in Colorado. That mother eagle said he was watching him through binoculars. And he said, I watched that old mother eagle. Said she brought her little ones from their nest and on her wings. And she set them down into a grassy pasture. And then he said she flew back up on high and sat on the cliff of a rock. The highest peak that she could find. And she sat down and began to watch. And he said, I was looking at her and then I, I looked over at the little ones, her little eagles. He said, my, they were having a Pentecostal revival. They were jumping over one another. They were chirping. They were flopping what little wings they had. They were just having a time on that soft grass. Just, oh, just a revival. Jumping over. Oh, that's the kind of church I like to go to. Amen. Not one of these morgues, you know, but we're, we just get happy in the Lord. Amen. Well, why were they acting like that? Because they knew that mama was up there watching over them. They knew they were under her eye. They wasn't worried about a coyote. They wasn't worried about a hawk. They wasn't worried about a storm. They wasn't worried about a virus. They were under her protection. <laughs> She was watching, he said, with that great majestic head looking all around. There's an all-seeing eye watching you, watching me. Amen. She was on the highest rock just watching, looking around. They wasn't looking around. They wasn't out there playing nervously, just jumping a little bit, just looking around. Just, they was just out there having a revival. They was just out there singing and clapping and praising God. Because they knew she was watching over them. They were under her protection. He said, after a while, he said, I seen her raise up her head. He said, I looked through the binoculars. And I thought, what is it? He said, she was beginning to sniff the air. She was looking around. He thought, what is it? He said, all at once over in the north, I heard the thunder begin to roar. It was a northern storm coming up. <laughs> And when she caught wind of that storm, the prophet said she let out a scream. And down through there she went and thrown forth those big wings right out on that grass prairie. And said every one of those little eagles, they ran over real, real quick. They were instructed perhaps before leaving the nest. Each one found their place. Amen. Instructed, this is your place. This is who you are. You belong to me. That's your place. Nobody can take your place. Each of them found their place and hooked that beak, the prophet said, into that feather that you couldn't pull out with a pair of pliers. Throw the little mouth down. Said she raised that bunch of eagles up on her wings and went right in straight into that piercing wind, blowing nearly 50 mile an hour right into the cleft of the rock. He said, I cried like a baby. He said, I thought some glorious day. He'll come for glory when the revival's over. He'll stretch forth his eggs. We'll run out and gather under his wings and he'll lift us away into glory. He'll lift us away into glory. Covered with his feathers. Amen. The prophet said Christ comes three times. First comes to redeem his church. Comes a second time to receive his church. He comes the third time with his church. He comes in the rapture. He comes to rapture her. To be called away in the times of plagues and so forth. He comes in the times of plagues and so forth. He comes to gather us on his wings. To take us home. Oh, Brother Dow, what do you think this virus is? It's just another sign. We're just another day closer. Just another prophecy closer. Amen. I'm so glad this morning that he loves us. I'm so glad this morning that he leads us, that he forgives us, that he restores us, that he takes us under his wings. He covers us with his feathers. Aren't you happy for that this morning? Every hair of your head is numbered. Praise God, brother Louis. 
every hair of your head is numbered and I'll raise him up in the last day hallelujah my body was laid out on the earth before there was even life on the earth my body was laid out on the earth the calcium and the petroleum and stuff God's a contractor and he laid all the bodies like he was going to build a subdivision he knew where we'd be here he knew we'd be here he knew I'd be here before the foundation of the world he knew I'd be standing here before there was a world here he knew you'd be sitting in the seat where you are he's infinite certainly he knows you he knows you then what are you scared about for he said I will not lose a one no man no man can pluck them out of my hand he puts your name on the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world the Bible said he did what are we worried about you've got the Holy Ghost to seal the kingdom of God how long how long until the day of our redemption church is scared don't be scared fear not only believe that's all God wants us to do we don't have to figure it out try to work it out try to think it out he just wants us to believe his word if you'll believe my word if you believe what I've told you I will perform what I said I would do did not he tell the disciples when they was on the ship after the storm has passed and he spoke and rebuked the wind? Did he not turn to them and say, where is your faith? Did not I tell you we're going to the other side? Has not he told us we're going to the other side? There is nothing that will stop that from happening. Amen. Fear not. Believe what the word says you are. Faith and fear cannot walk together amen we don't walk by fear we walk by faith don't let your emotions lead you don't get caught up in the scare and the fear stay with the revelation stay with the sound mind of the word what the word says we are what the word says we'll do what the word says will be that's what will be nothing will change that government socialism virus nothing will ever change that David said keep me as the apple of your eye hide me under the shadows of thy wings to be under the there's only one way you can be under the shadow that's to be close to it we are the apple of his eye and he covers us with his feathers for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. I am fully persuaded this morning he will keep us in the times of trouble. He will cover us with his feathers. We find shelter this morning. We find shelter this morning under his wings. Remember said the other day I was listening to a report on one of these outposts or wherever they watch ground observers they watch for airplanes and this fellow said to me he said you know brother Branham said we're not to tell the people to get into their basements anymore or to get into a hiding place said they got a bomb now that when it hits a city it'll blow a hole in the ground 175 feet deep and 15 square miles from either way it falls 15 miles would blow a hole in the ground 175 feet and think how far it would go beyond that, the prophet said. And I said, brother, I'm so happy that I've got a shelter that beats that all to pieces. <laughs> you got to understand in this day, they were building bomb shelters out of concrete and steel and rebar and all these things, building them deep into the ground. And the man was telling brother, brother we don't tell them to do that no more. There's no use to do that. Because the bombs will strike so deep in the earth that the percussion will break every bone in you. It'll kill you anyhow. There's no hiding place in the ground. There's no hiding place in the ground. Our hiding place is not in the ground. It's up. It's under his wings. Amen. Oh. Brother said, I'm so happy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this man telling Brother Brenham that? Brother Brenham said, I'm so happy. I've got one that beats that all to pieces. You know, just the construction that is going. All right. Okay. I've got to ask him. I've got to ask him. I've got to ask him. I know. Where 
Brother Benham, where would you ever find a bomb shelter like that? That would protect you from a bomb that'll carry 15 mile square radius and 175 foot hole in the ground. Where would you ever find a bomb shelter that would protect you from that? He said, what in the world is it made out of? Brother said, I've been waiting for that. Right what in the world is that made out of that could protect you from something so horrendous? He said, my shelter. My shelter is made out of feathers. And the guy says, what? Have you lost your mind here? I've got his mind. I'm of a sound mind. I'm not under a spirit of fear. But the power of love and a sound mind, amen. Shelter made out of feathers. A shelter made out of feathers. What? Yes. It's made out of feathers. Under his wings is the best protection that I know of. Oh, what a day to be living in. What an hour to be able to stand here and tell us these things this morning to bring words of comfort from the revealed word of God for this hour. I ain't worried, listen to me this morning. I ain't worried about a bomb. I ain't worried about an earthquake. I ain't worried about a virus. I have a hiding place this morning. I have a pavilion. I have a shelter. I have a promise that he covers me with his feathers. Under his wings. It's under his protection. Brother Bill said, we've got a bomb shelter. Amen. You know what it's made out of? It's made out of feathers. Under his wings to be carried away. A bomb shelter of safety. A bomb shelter of safety. Under his wings to be carried away. Brother Bill says another place. I want to assure the church this morning or tonight. That there is a place for the church. A shelter for the church. It's not made out of steel. It's not beneath the ground. But it's made out of feathers. Under his wings. Oh, hallelujah this morning. The Bible says in Romans 4.21. And being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he is able to perform. Now, how in the world can his feathers protect us? I don't know. I just know he said it. I don't have to know. Oh, I remember when Jessica was blind and she was, had no control over her body. and She was just laying like a vegetable in the hospital room. And I asked the doctor, I said, you think when she comes out of the coma, do you think she'll be able to eat again? What in the world would make you think that? She could even, even her brain is so damaged. How could you even think that? How's that going to happen? I said, I don't know. I don't have to know. I don't know how he's going to make her see again. I don't know how he's going to make her walk again. I don't know how. I don't know. But I don't have to know. I can just trust him because his word says he opens the eyes of the blind. He makes the lame walk. He raises the dead. He hides us under his wings. He covers us with his feathers. That's good enough for me. Amen. I am fully persuaded that what he's promised he's able to perform. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. To be persuaded, it means to be confident, to be yielded to, to listen to. I am listening to what the Word says. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. God's purpose can never be defeated. Nothing can defeat it. How happy we ought to be today. Are you happy? Amen. You ought to be. You're still in your house shoes. You'd be happy. Amen. How happy we ought to be resting in the beautiful revelation of the word of the living God. A living God. There's neither things present nor things that can come. 
Amen. There's no sickness. There's no sorrow. There's no death. There's no pearls. Nor nothing can separate us from the purpose of the living God. What God has imagined in his mind. What God has purposed in his heart to bring the past. There's no demon. There's no power. There's nothing that can ever separate God's great immortal eternal plan. It must be as God has said. Oh, Brother Dale, I'm scared. Listen to me. We've seen God as a healer. We've seen God right in our midst, right among us. We've seen God as a healer, but watch him as a warrior. Watch our God in battle. He will fight for his people. Amen. I am fully, fully persuaded this morning that we will not be defeated. No devil, no move, no website, no organization, no pressure, no fashion, no cell phone, no government, no power, no virus. Nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G, nothing will stop this blood. I am fully persuaded he is with us. I am fully, fully persuaded he will keep us. I'm for, I believe with all my heart he will keep that which he has promised in the times of trouble. He will hide us under his wings. Amen. We are covered with his feathers. Think about that this morning. For a minute, just think about that. Jehovah's wings wrapped around us. The world is shaking in their boots. One virus brought the world to its knees. And God just draws us up a little bit closer. Right. Just get a little bit closer now. Right. It's another sign, another, another number on the countdown. <laughs> I'm going to lift off here one of these days. When the plagues and so forth come up, I'm going to lift off of here. I want to take you with me. Don't worry. Don't fret. Just do what you're supposed to do. Be cautious. Be reverent. Yep. Amen. We move on. We press on. For which cause we also suffer, Paul said. For which cause we also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know in whom I have believed. I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I committed unto him against this day. Well, Brother Darrell, if you believe that, why is the church empty this morning? Why are we all home? Because we move cautiously, unwilling to take a risk. Amen. Believe in God's word that he will keep us. Amen. Amen. We just do. The Bible said, what does it say? Subject yourself to those that have the authority over you. Just listen to what the government says do. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Brother Bram said, don't make yourself peculiar. Don't make yourself funny. Just live every life. Let, let people see Jesus in your life. Reach out to the community. Help those that can't get out. If you, if you can't get out, try to take something to somebody who can't get out. Let's all work together. Amen. And the death angel will pass. Because we're under the protection of his wings. Brothers, come this morning. Amen. We're under the protection of his wings. We don't make foolish moves. We don't do foolish decisions. We just press on in the name of Jesus. You know, I read a story. Some says it's true. Some says it ain't true. But it's a good story nonetheless. Of here a few years ago out west, there was a forest fire. And after the fire had burnt through the forest, a ranger was not assessing the damage. And as the story goes, he was coming up on the hillside and all the trees was burnt over and stuff. And he looked and at the base of a tree was a bird with its wings was stretched out. And the bird had been burnt till it was petrified. It was almost like stone. It had just been burnt to a crisp. And he said, I don't know why, but I got a stick and just stuck it underneath the wing of that bird and flipped it over. And he said, when I did, out from under those wings was three little chicks. He said, what that bird had done when the storm of the fire was coming, she had gathered her little ones at the foot of a tree and had placed her wings over them. And under her wings, they found refuge. Under her wings, they found salvation. Under their wings, they were safe. She gave her life so that they could live. Amen. What a great story that is. Amen. But I'll tell you one greater. Amen. Is that he gathered us at the foot of a tree called Calvary. Yes, and he placed his back. He stretched forth his arms. Amen. Gave my back to the spiders. 
and hid not my face from their spit. No, they're shameless. Glory. He put his back between us and the wrath of God. That's right. And he died so that we could live. So that we could find security and safety and comfort and peace and assurance. Amen. Under his wings. Under his wings. Oh, saints of God, don't worry. Don't fret. In the times of the storms, we can call on his name. He has gathered us under his wings. Out on the waters, the storm's raging high. The waters around him were troubled that night. Fear filled their hearts, they felt they would die. But they failed to remember the Master was not. He spoke the words, and the winds all stood still. Even the waters obeyed His will. He calmed their storms, just like He will mine. If I just remember, He lives deep inside. So why should I worry? Why should I fear? When the very same Jesus is always so near. He lives in my heart and He hears when I cry. And I can call on His name till the storm passes by. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We read in the Bible how He walked with them, brought light to their darkness when the way grew so dim. How great it would be to have my footsteps in mine and to walk with the Master all of the time. And when trials comes and death seems so nigh, I can call on my master. I know he'll get there on time. And when sickness comes and my body's in pain, all I have to do is call on his name. So why should I worry? Why should I fear? The very same Jesus is always so He lives in my heart and He hears when I cry. And I can call on His name till the storm passes by. Oh, why should I worry? Why should I fear? With the very... Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He lives in my heart. And He hears when I cry. And I can call on His name Till the storm passes by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father, this morning. Lord, just a simple little thought, but just, just to take a moment's time to remind the people, Lord, of the promises of your word. That down through the ages, your people, Lord, has faced great difficulties. Plagues fall upon the land, Lord. But God, through every situation, through every storm, you made a way of escape. You said over there in the book of Psalms that unto you belongs the issues of death. That word issue means the escape. You are the escape door. When fear tries to come upon us, when confusion tries to come upon us, when weariness tries to come upon us, we have an escape door. It's you, Lord. We can escape, Lord, under your wings.
to be drawn up close to you, Lord. I remember years ago when Allie was little, she came running downstairs and climbed up in my lap. She told me she loved me, and I told her I loved her. I put my arm around her. I'd been going out to a meeting and come in while they were sleeping. Lord, when she saw me there, she came running up to me, climbed up in my lap, a little old thing, put my arms around her, Lord. She said, I love you, Daddy. I said, I love you too, baby. And we never said another word. It just laid there in my arms. Directly, she said, Daddy, I hear your heartbeat. It's going thump, 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 thump. Oh, God. I'm so glad this morning we could climb up in your lap. Lay our head. John, the type of a bride, is the only disciple who ever laid his head in the bosom of the Lord. He was tapping me. That place is reserved for your bride. Glory. She can climb. She can climb up in your lap. We can lay our head against your chest. We can hear you breathe. Under your wings, covered by your feathers. Oh, God, I pray for our people this morning, Lord. Father, I ask you, dear God, hear my humble prayer, Lord, this thing that's afflicted our nation. Oh, God, I ask you, thy God of mercy, may your spirit move this morning, Lord. The families that have been affected by it, God, may words of comfort strike their hearts this morning. Oh, God, the saints of God gathered at home, Lord, around their monitors, computers, iPads, iPhones, watching the service. May your presence go right into the room where they're at right now. Oh, God, when fear tries to come into the door, may they see the blood of the Lamb over the doorpost. Oh, God, may they see, Lord, this home is protected by the feathers of the Almighty God. We're under the wings of Jehovah. Lord, speak peace and comfort to your people. Calm those that are nervous this morning. May they not look to the reports, God. Father, we approach it cautiously, reverently. Oh, God, we, we understand those things, Lord. Even though we, we face it, we approach it cautiously. We do not approach it with fear, God. Because we have a sound mind. We know in whom we believed. Knowing, Lord, nothing will come upon us but what you allow in your wisdom to come into our lives, Lord. Sometimes these things come, Lord, causes people to draw closer to you. Father, may we take advantage of this. When Satan tries to hit us with a punch, may we take that very punch and knock him out with it, Lord. May we take this time to be drawn closer to you. May we take this time, oh God, to recommit to our families and to one another. And Lord, may we gather, when we gather back here again, may we appreciate the ability to come here just a little bit more, Lord. Maybe we've took it for granted. Just three services a week become common to us. But Lord, now we see. We see what it really means, Lord, to be able to come out together here in the house, Lord. To hear the amens and the hallelujahs and the claps of the people as they worship you. Oh God, may we never take these things for granted. We see now, Lord. We see now, Lord, just how important the ministry is. Just how important the laity is. How we need one another, Lord. I ask that your blessings would go up on them today. There is no God like you. You're greater, Lord. You're stronger, Lord, than any virus, than any fear, than anything that the enemy would try to bring upon us. We rest under your wings this morning. Well, you're there, friends. Just lay hands on one another. Will you there? You live in a room wherever you would be this morning. Is your family there gathered around you? Just lay hands on one another. Father God, we reach out this morning. We know airwaves is no, Lord, it means nothing to you. May the Holy Spirit go to each home, each family, each heart today. Oh, Father, may they feel your presence as you draw near them. May the anointing of the Almighty God right now gather there in the living room, in the bonus room, wherever they're at, Lord. May they feel, may they feel your feathers, Lord. May they feel your warmth as you hover over them, Lord. As you watch over them, God, I pray.
Those that would be sick this morning, Lord. Those that would be nervous. May they see our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Grant it this morning, Lord, in the name of Jesus. May your spirit move for our people today. Oh, Father, Lord, I ask you this morning for my buddy, Brother Ron, Lord. Sister Brenda Thompson down in South Carolina, Lord, battling. Oh, God, the prayer request, Father, the man who backed over his granddaughter down there in Kentucky. God, comfort that family's heart today. Oh, Brother, Brother Danny, Lord, the loss of his mother. May you just comfort their hearts, Lord, today we pray. Father, we just love you, Lord. We're so grateful. We're so grateful in the times of storms. We can call on your name, Lord. Commit these things in the hands now for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's try to sing a song, brother. Amen. Can we just worship him just for a second? God bless you this morning. Water you turn into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Into the darkness you shine. Out of the ashes we rise There's no one like you There's none like you Our God is greater Our God is stronger God, you are higher than any other Our God is Power, our God, oh, our God. Water you turned into wine. Oh, you opened the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. Oh, yes, Lord. There's none like you. Amen. Hallelujah. The darkness you shine out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. Oh, there's none like you. Oh, let's sing it to him now. Hallelujah. Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. He's awesome in power. Our God, oh, our God. Into the darkness you shine. Oh, hallelujah. Out of the virus we rise. There's no one like you. If our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then who can stand against us? What can stand against us? We believe that this morning. Let's raise our hands to Him now. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than Healer, Thank you, Lord. awesome and powerful. 
for us then who could ever stop us and if our God Amen. is with God us then what can stand against if our God is for us who could ever stop us and if our God is with us then what can stand against thank you Lord thank you Lord hallelujah hallelujah Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Brother Darrell knows this is the truth. He and I hadn't talked this week about what direction he was going to go and what he'd been studying and so on, but I walked in the study back there. I told him, I said, Brother Darrell, I've been just kind of studying this week on Psalms 91 and about the Lord being our strength and all that. So I believe the Lord's mind is exactly right. Amen. Do we... Pre- do we approach these things cautiously? We do. Now, I know some folks, they look at this and they say, well, if you trust God, why ain't you got church? Because I got a little bit of human sense. Some folks don't have no sense when it really comes to that sort of thing. I trust God, but I have insurance. I trust God, and I lock my doors. I trust God, I obey the traffic sign. Now, some people would go through the traffic light, it's red, so I'm trusting God. You're not trusting God, you're disobeying the law. We also have a testimony in our community that we want to be able to, all these people out here is not working, they're not doing all these things. We have hundreds and hundreds of people show up here for church. Wonder if we'll win any of those folks to the Lord. Or were they saying, oh my, so I thought the Bible told them to obey the Lord. Everybody can do what they got to do, but for me, I've prayed over it and I was consulting with other brothers and I feel like this is what we need to do. So, Wash your hands. Jesus and germs are everywhere. Wash your hands. Be careful. Um, you know, we, uh, un, un, we're, we're social people. We're made to, to socialize and be around. So it's very difficult. It's difficult for us not to be able to do this. But we, we will get through this by the grace of the Lord. We love you so much. Service Wednesday night and then Sunday. Hopefully it will change and we'll get through all of this by the grace of the Lord. But we want to know that we are obeying what God wants us to do. And so just love one another. Try to get closer to God during this time. Don't fill your minds with just a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of trash. And when this thing is over, you're no closer to God, you're farther away. Just make a, reestablish an altar in your home if you don't have one. Get closer to the Lord. Think of what's really, really important. I find it absolutely amazing to me. That America and the world, our pride as a nation has been brought low. Our scientists, our doctors, our mechanization of everything that we can do. As Brother Darrell said, one virus has brought us to our knees. This has let me know. I knew it already before this come. I didn't want to live in the tribulation period. I'm really convinced now. Can you imagine when it will be one after another, after another, after another? People, the biggest selling item right now in the United States is guns and ammo. Things like this take average, everyday people. And if you go on their place to take something from them, they'll kill you. It lets us know this is pre-tribulation events. We love you. God bless you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for being able to gather. Lord, it just breaks our hearts for those of us that was able to be here today for the rest of our brothers and sisters. I got so many texts and emails of folks that were excited about it and yet sad too. We're just sorry that we all couldn't be here together. But Lord, I pray that you'd help us through these days. Give us strength. Give us courage. We love you, Lord. We want to do our best to be able to represent you during this time. Father, I realize that there will be those who will criticize and say, well, if we have faith, then we'll go on out and do this or that. But they're not the one who has to answer for all these souls. I am. So I try to make my decisions based upon your leadership, Lord. And Father, we understand in the Bible that whenever the plague of death come through the land of Egypt, you told your children to get inside the house and stay there. If one of those people said, I'm too big for that, I don't need it. If they was caught out in the street, they would have died. So I pray you'd give us wisdom, give us understanding, as Brother Darrell so beautifully brought it to us this morning. We approach it, Father, not with scared to death and Lord hoarding up this and that and the other, 
but we approach it with fear, certainly. Human fear, oh yes, we know all about that. But we are not going to be manipulated by Satan and his fear. Our God is still the mighty God. We love you, Lord. Watch over your people. Protect us. God, we pray for your mercy. I don't just pray for your bride this morning. I pray for humanity. Lord God, please move on biochemists. Move on those in the laboratories. Lord, help them to find a cure for this, Father. Your prophet said he prayed for the doctors and those people that they would be able to find something to help the human race when he was here. He thanked God for the salt vaccine. And he said he prayed for them every day. We pray for your mercy. We know the time is close. We know it's the end time. But for the sake of your bride, Lord Jesus, bring this thing to a halt, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We love you, saints. God bless you. Water you turn into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Into the darkness you shine. Out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Our God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God is great.